0: Hey there, members. This is Dr. Cheryl, and I'm back with another podcast just for you, my inner circle members, and this is the Ask Dr. Cheryl podcast. Um, Hopefully you're able to listen to this week's podcast on the wellness table, where I covered in detail, is the vegan diet dangerous or is the vegan diet healthy? Um, And so hopefully you get a chance to look at that And listen to that, however you best consume it. It's on YouTube and also on the Wellness Table podcast. But today I wanted to talk a little bit about um, a member listener question that I got that the wanting to ask about would the vegan diet work with the healthy diet and longevity score that is part of the membership. Um, And that score is the 20 point score that we have you do for the first seven to 10 days that you start in the membership and to do it weekly until you reach your health goals. And that score is really, we've talked about this already in this podcast about how important that is because those are the foods and the daily dose of what will really help your body heal and improve metabolic health, keep you full, all the magic that we've talked about, manage your blood sugar, all the good stuff. We talked about meal planning last week. But the question this week was, would the vegan diet work With the score. So, could you follow a vegan diet and still be able to score up and get those 10 important foods um, that are part of the score? And so, I just wanted to talk to you just a little bit about that. So, when we highlight the vegan diet, we know that it removes all animal products. So, there's no milk, there's no eggs, um, it restricts any meat, fish, poultry. So, if you're looking at the score, what you'll notice is it starts with fruits and vegetables. So the idea is on this score is how, and in my entire membership and my whole entire program that we did with Take 10 is what we found was that the more whole plant foods on the plate, the quicker and the healthier people became. And the key was the whole plant foods. And you'll see that in the podcast that we talked about the junk food vegan diet with the Oreo cookies and all the different ways that you can be vegan. So what I would say is, a whole food plant-based vegan that we talked about in the wellness table podcast, the answer would be yes, you can nail the score. You can hit all the spots on the score with a whole food plant-based diet. On a junk food vegan diet, the answer would be that you would miss some points on the score. But if we look at it, let's dive into it. We've got half our plate coming from fruits and vegetables. So we want to get about two cups of fruits and vegetables with each meal, which is six cups of whole fruits and vegetables um, per day. And that gives us a point on the score. And out of that, we want to have one cup of blueberries. All of this is whole food, plant-based, vegan diet. All of that works within it. We've got cruciferous vegetables every day. And those made a point on the score because they literally are, I just call them chemo preventive foods. If you're looking to fight cancer, that's your, your broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, those are all vegan as well. This is plant food, and again, eating them in their whole source. There's another point on the score. So you're doing well on the score on the food part of the score, and we're still on the vegan diet um, category. Now, as we move on and we begin to look at greens again, getting more of our dark leafy greens every day. Another point on the score a whole grain serving every day, again, that's vegan, another point on the score, and a plant protein. And I think that's an important thing we covered in the wellness um, table podcast today because when we see the research of trading in a plant protein, or I'm sorry, more plant protein and less uh, meat, less of our protein coming from meat, and those plant proteins like nuts and seeds, the more that we eat that, the better the health improvements, cardiovascular disease and length of life. So that's why nuts are made a, a point on the score. That's how they earned a point on the score is because of the power of the research around including nuts and cardiovascular disease. And also when we're trying to stay full, if we're eating less meat and we're not including nuts and seeds, we're going to be hungry and we're not going to get all the micronutrients that we need. So My concern would be a low-fat vegan diet, excluding nuts and seeds is not a diet that I would recommend, or excluding avocado, some of the healthy plant fats. So I'm a big advocate of doing more plant protein and having at least one plant protein at every meal. And the beans are on the score, so that gives you a point, having beans every day. And this is something we talked about that some people don't tolerate as much. So with the beans, you might get the gut issues. Um, Start slow with them if you haven't normally eaten a lot of beans. People that have eaten beans all their life do not have, they have the microbes to digest them. But if you haven't been eating beans all the time, beans and legumes, lentils, black beans, any of them, start with just a very small amount, like a quarter cup, or just sometimes I'll have people just rinse a can of beans and put 20 beans in a smoothie. You don't even notice them. And it gives you this cholesterol lowering effect. So sometimes I'll say, start with 20 beans at each meal instead of a whole pile of them at one time. So that's a plant protein and that's vegan. And then the next is a healthy plant fat. So as we look at healthy plant fat on the score, having one of those every day, we're really trying to hit that omega-3 fatty acid. Well, on the vegan diet, you wouldn't have the omega-3 from fish. So on that diet, people would need to find a source of omega-3 fatty acid and that would be flaxseed, chia seed, walnut, soy. Those are plant foods that naturally come with the omega-3 fatty acids that are so important and on a vegan diet, even more important because we're getting so many of our fats that are from omega-6 and omega-3 is that anti-inflammatory fat. So that's a very important part to make sure on the vegan diet that we're getting enough omega-3 fats from plant sources as well as other healthy plant fats because the avocado, the olives are really quality olive oil. I tested and tasted a super great olive oil that's first cold pressed olive oil that was super delicious. Um, and so find really quality olive oils because that's some of the Mediterranean diet research that we find that a quality olive oil is great. So as we go through that, that's gonna give us seven points on our score. And then when we move into um some of the foods we need to limit. So to be on a vegan diet, we would be removing all animal products. And on the score, you'll see that we want to restrict or eat less than one time per month red meat, processed meat. The processed meats the World Health Organization has identified as carcinogenic um and red meats are almost there at the same level. So we're hearing a lot of people say eating grass-fed red meat I'm not seeing any research that shows a grass-fed beef is going to be a different benefit. It would make sense to us that it would, um, that it's a better quality. But ultimately, the poultry, the fish, these types of products, lean um, dairy and eggs, these types of foods, we can see them having some health benefits, but they're not on the vegan diet. So you can live on them and you can get health healthy nutrients from them. But on the vegan diet, if you're restricting your process and your red meat, well, you naturally would be, you're going to get that point because you're vegan. If you're doing refined sugars, if you're on the junk food vegan diet, you might lose that point um, for eating refined sugar. And it's one of the reasons that it earned a point on the score is that I wanted that some people would come to program or come to me and say, I'm a vegan. So I already got the diet down. And I have found that Most of the people on a vegan diet needed the most nutrition advice and support. And that point on the score, I didn't want to have anything negative on the score. Like if you don't eat this, you get a point. It's like reverse scoring. But I got outvoted. I would ask every, like, remember I had 2,000 people come through the Take 10 program, plus our outpatient practice of 2,000 people. And I would always ask the question, do you want me to have things on the score that are not about my message of what to do more? And this was about, yes, some of these things nailed us like on, I'm already a vegan, but I'm doing too much of the refined. So that to get that point of not eating refined sugars is going to be pushing you a little bit more. You're still vegan, but more of the whole food, plant-based um, vegan diet. And so these are some of the ways that you can see that the score, you can do very well on the score on a whole food, plant-based vegan diet without having any animal products. And I do like people to know that can you do and get healthy and follow our program our program and our membership if I'm eating meat or if I'm an omnivore, we call it, but these are people that eat animal products in their diet and they eat all the other plant foods. And the answer is going to be very much, we're going to dive into that next week, but I do want you to know that the simple answer would be yes. And we'll talk about how you can do that next week and just add more of the foods that really heal your body and improve your metabolic health. And the other simple message is scoring up. So take that healthy diet and longevity score and really shoot for all those food points, those 10 points and those 10 health habit points. Just make those your personal um, your personal goals to be able to take care of yourself and take your health to the next level. So I'm excited that you're here. Take your score again today. I can't encourage that enough. And more plant forward, plant focused, whole plant foods is going to be the key. And you'll see that um, really supported on your score. So I hope that answers the question for our member. And I hope others of you will benefit from hearing, um, how we answered that question. So if you have other questions, I want to be able to have the Ask Dr. Cheryl podcast focused on member questions where we can dive deeper into, I have diabetes. Do I need to take insulin? What if I have a gluten intolerance? What about this disease or condition? Or I just got a new diagnosis or what blood work do I need to ask my provider to order? What are abnormal um, blood levels? Um, we can talk about all of the things because we've done all of this in the Take 10 program. And I can guide you through every step of the way, moving health into your hands and really giving you the, the secret to, or the secret sauce, I should call it, to your, living your best health and your best life. So I can't wait to talk to you next week. And um, we'll see you at Ask Dr. Cheryl podcast. Have a great week.